0: Hey there, this is a special edition of Jewelry Navigator podcast, a real quick feature that I've decided to try out during this time of COVID-19 quarantine, and if you subscribe to Jewelry Navigator Passport, my weekly updates and newsletter, I shared some features that I was preparing for the week, and I pretty much stayed on task. There were a couple of things I wasn't able to complete, only because I've been busy with household tasks and taking care of what I need to take care of to help my family and also to take care of myself. So I'm a day late for this feature, but here it is. This weekend, I chose to share segments of my podcast interview with Sarah Fima McLean of Gallery Byzantium. Her formal background in art history cast her in the unique role to carry on her family's Byzantine art jewelry business. Gallery Byzantium integrates art and history inspired by one of the most influential cultures, the Byzantine Empire. Creating Christian-themed jewelry like crosses and religious medals, their jewelry designs are often replicated from ancient coins, medallions, and crosses. As Christians all over the globe celebrate Easter this weekend, I felt sharing a portion of the story of Gallery Byzantium would resonate with the liturgical celebration of Easter, but also serve as a reminder to stay strong in our faith, regardless of denomination or belief. The following is from my Jewelry Navigator podcast episode with Serafima McLean in December of 2019 and is part of my effort to support the independent designers and jewelers featured on Jewelry Navigator podcast. I hope everyone is staying well and safe, and I so look forward to when we can all meet again at shows, stores, and boutiques. Enjoy your holiday, everyone. Happy spring, and have a wonderful weekend. I'll have a new Jewelry Navigator podcast episode ready for you next Thursday. Until then, stay safe, keep your hands sparkling clean, and cross-check your sparkle. Jewelry is a powerful touchstone and conduit by which we define ourselves within our life stories, families, and communities. Acknowledging this concept with symbolism and icons are reminders that we're connected to a higher power that guides us in how we choose to live our best lives. This week, my guest on Jewelry Navigator podcast is Serafima McLean of Gallery Byzantium, a small jewelry design and manufacturing business in Ipswich, Massachusetts, dedicated to conserving and sharing Byzantine aesthetic in both religious themed and secular jewelry. As an art history major, Serafima was a natural fit to reestablish the jewelry design company her father had created. An Orthodox priest, her father established Gallery Byzantium to honor the rich history and aesthetic of Byzantium art in jewelry to celebrate his faith. As we celebrate our faith through the year, and especially during the Christmas holiday, I felt that sharing the story and jewelry of Gallery Byzantium would be perfect timing for this week's podcast as we kick off December. Thanks so much for joining me today, and I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed visiting with Serafima. I did get a chance to meet with her in person, and I'm so glad that I did. She was one of the exhibitors at the Finery Row event that I had attended in September in Washington, D.C. You can find Serafima's jewelry and Gallery Byzantium on gallerybyzantium.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I know you have a choice in podcasts and so appreciate you tuning in and listening. Enjoy the episode and welcome aboard. Well,
1: let's get started and um I think we kind of got our wheels turning a little bit so that we can make a good conversation flow. But I want this to be highlighting you and the okay. story of of Gallery Byzantium. So Unfortunately, I wasn't recording earlier when you kind of gave me the the summary of your family history So let's let's start with that Um, Serafima tell us how Gallery Byzantium started and a little bit about your background
2: So gallery Byzantium is truly a family owned and established business My father who's a Russian Orthodox priest. He had established the business back in 91 when he was sort of searching and looking for symbolic pieces that he could wear and, you know, friends and family, parishioners could wear, and he was struggling finding pieces that were made authentic to, you know, ancient tradition.
1: Well, I love your jewelry because it does have that rich traditional style to it. Looking at it it looks like it could be someone's grandmother's, but it's so well made that it will last for another grandmother's lifetime. And (laughs) I've been following you for a couple of years because your jewelry did catch my attention. It's so, it's just so rich and beautiful and traditional. And then you and I had a wonderful opportunity to meet a few months ago here in Washington, DC at Finery Row. So, um, I got to actually see and touch your jewelry in person and it's, it's even more exquisite and beautiful. Thank you.
2: we appreciate that.
1: Yes. In person. So um, share with us a little bit about, do you, do you modify um, classical crosses or do you, do you come up with your own designs?
2: So we sort of, so that's, you know, there's like that's like a multifaceted answer. Okay. So many of our designs are, yeah, I hate using the word replica, but many of them are, you know, they're truly inspired by these ancient pieces that are, you know, some of them are in museum collections, some of them are just sort of lost out there in, you know, history, I suppose. Um, and so, and many of them are actually, when you come across these ancient designs, their original beauty is because of time passing has, you know, decayed or become, you know, something else, but it's still, you can see what was there.
1: Mm -hmm. So,
2: you know, oftentimes we, we are sometimes having to sort of recreate what, what is left there to create this beautiful cross. That's, you know, such a historical piece. And some of the pieces are, you know, replicas of these original ancient designs. But then we also have many things that are inspired and born out of, you know, these ancient traditions. And we are working primarily in the Byzantine, Byzantine aesthetic. Um, hence our name is Gallery Byzantium. So because our pieces and the business was born out of, you know, religious jewelry, specifically Christian Jewelry. Um, it made sense to sort of be looking at the Byzantine aesthetic. Um, the Byzantine Empire was a Christian empire. It existed for over a thousand years, and I think it's actually one of the most successful and long-lasting empires that ever was. And the the jewelry that that came out of that time period, it it, it just was a. I mean, they were they were geniuses. Really, they they were just creating beautiful um, pieces that were so deeply symbolic. Whether it was um, symbolic, where it was sort of ver- presented itself very easily to you that it was symbolic, or just even by using colors and geometric shapes that sort of developed into into meaning.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like I'm on your Instagram feed right now, and I, I see exactly what you mean. It's just that very um some of it's exotic looking because it is has that byzantine um right that Byzantine style to it, but very traditional and classical, like the um the Jerusalem Cross,
2: yep, so the Jerusalem Cross is a piece that um so the Jerusalem cross has had so many renditions that have been done through the years. And it came into play. In, uh, I think it's like 1095 maybe. Okay, it's in the 1000s. And it was used as an emblem for the Crusaders. Okay. And through the years, people have interpreted their, you know, their idea of what the Jerusalem cross should look like. And it is a, a cross that's incredibly popular. People really love the Jerusalem cross. Um, And when we went about doing our Jerusalem Cross, we really, we obviously wanted to capture what its meaning is, um, and what its original intent was, but we wanted to make sure that it had a Byzantine look to it. And Mm so you'll note, like ours has um, like the arms sort of flare out and sort of go into like these thin little points at the end, and that's very Byzantine in its design, and then the other thing that we did for that design to sort of stay true to our Byzantine aesthetic was the beading or granulation that you would see yes. is really incorporated into that piece. We have it around the bezel, you know, we have it on the points and then in each um, in each arm there are beads and the same with the crosslets that are in between the arms. Those, those have the, the granulation there as well.
1: They do, yeah, when you speak of symbolism i'm looking I'm looking at the Byzantine cross that you posted um let's see a few days ago it's the gold one with the sapphire in the middle, and you know you could come up with all kinds of symbolism, one of which the granulation on the cross, the arms of the cross being three dots kind of representative of the Holy Trinity. And Mm -hmm. um, what what's representative of the four smaller crosses in between the arms?
2: So the crosslets are said to represent um, I think it's like the four Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John. Okay.
0: Let's see here.
2: Um, Yeah. So the whole premise behind that is that um, the the four surrounding smaller crosses represent um, the four evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the spread of Christianity from its origins in the Holy Land you know, to the four corners of the earth.
0: I hope you enjoyed that portion of my visit with Serafima McLean back from December of 2019. I loved learning about the symbolisms of the different crosses, there's so many things to learn. And now's a really good time to kind of dig into things that might interest you or that you're curious about. And if you'd like to hear this podcast episode in its entirety, subscribe to Jewelry Navigator Passport on one of the following podcast or music platforms. You can find Jewelry Navigator Passport on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and Podbean. I'll be publishing a new Jewelry Navigator Passport probably Sunday or Monday, so you can be sure to catch up on what happened in the past week and what's coming up in future weeks and episodes of the podcast, as well as other jewelry discoveries that I make along the way. You can subscribe to Jewelry Navigator Passport at JewelryNavigator.com. On the right-hand column, there is a place where you can click and easily subscribe. So until next time, cross-check your sparkle, stay safe, and talk to you next time. Bye-bye.